0: In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The story is told of the guest preacher who ascended into the pulpit and said, Before I begin my sermon, I have something important to say. But I would be false to my heart if I did not say how good it is to see you here. Good that the sun is shining. Good that uh, people are coming out and that we're able to be together. And since I was last with you the first week of November, good to see you with electricity. (laughs) A lot of us worry from time to time that our faith falls short. We receive say a piece of medical news that not everything is right and we find ourselves fearful and worrying what will this mean for my job can i keep working can i still go on that vacation will i be able to take care of myself and is there a chance that this is that this is that this might be that i'm coming to If I had more faith, we say, feeling guilty, I wouldn't feel this way. It can also come in an intellectual mode, this worry, even for people who come to church week upon week, year upon year. We stand and say the creed, I believe in one God. I believe in Jesus Christ, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, crucified under Pontius Pilate, suffered, dead, buried, on the third day rose again. As we recite those words, there's that voice in our head. Do I believe that, or is it just words? We worry that when we get down to business, we will turn out to be doubters rather than believers. But reality is complex. Doubt and faith tend to be mixed up with each other. In St. John's Gospel, we learn, in the 20th chapter, which looks to have been the conclusion of the Gospel, we have a 21st chapter, but if you read that, uh, you'll see that it it is, uh, at that point, it's clear that the author of the Gospel has died, so it's added on after he died. Uh, We learn in this 20th chapter of St. John's Gospel that Thomas was not there. When Jesus first appeared to the disciples, when they told him the good news that their dear rabbi and friend, in whom they had placed so much hope, was in fact alive, that crucifixion and burial were not the end of things, Thomas would not believe it. We don't know why he refused to believe or couldn't believe. It was just there, unbelief a presenting fact about Thomas. There's a suggestion that Thomas thought the other disciples were always a bit too cheery, a bit too quick to look on the sunny side. There are suggestions earlier in the gospel that Thomas was the one most likely to take a gloomy view. Eeyore is a name that comes to mind for some people when they think of Thomas. You know Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Um, There is, uh, on the sixth chapter, when the crowd is there, and Jesus says, let's feed them. And Thomas said, well, here's this bag of loaves that this boy has, but what's that amongst so many? And then there's, what, the 11th chapter, when Lazarus has died, and Jesus is going to go down near Jerusalem, which is danger. Thomas knows that. Thomas says, well... Let's go with him so we can die with him. So Thomas doesn't believe for whatever reason. Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails. That's what he said. The next Sunday, one week later, Thomas got what he asked for. Jesus appeared to all the disciples and called Thomas to come over to him. Reach hither thy finger, he said, and behold my hands. Be not faithless, but believing. It is the climax of St. John's Gospel. Everything from the calling of the disciples, the wedding at Cana, Nicodemus, the woman at the well, feeding the 5,000, healing the blind man, raising Lazarus from death, Hosanna on Palm Sunday, washing feet, condemned, hung up, dead, buried, alive. Everything has been waiting for this moment. For in this moment, Thomas says something no human being had ever before said to Jesus. It is not given to Jesus' mother to say this, The beloved disciple does not say this, not Peter, not the man born blind, not Lazarus. It is Thomas, Thomas, the one who doubted, Thomas, who says, my Lord and my God. So you see, doubt and faith are tied together in some way. It is almost as if because Thomas doubted that At the end, he has a more insightful faith than anyone else. After all, God can use anything. God can use doubt to make faith, the way he uses weakness for strength and folly for wisdom, the way, indeed, he uses defeat on the cross for the victory of new life. St. John nails the point home. Look with me again at the conclusion. St. John makes what Thomas said the climax of his gospel. My Lord and my God, it's the most profound Christological affirmation made of Jesus. It means that Jesus can be addressed just like Yahweh of the Old Testament, the Lord God, the God of the burning bush, I am. Jesus is Lord and God. And Thomas Having made that gospel pronouncement, immediately the gospel drama is at an end. John gives Jesus one last line, but Jesus speaks it as it were breaking the fourth wall of the theater. He turns to face the audience, turning himself to us who are watching all this in the darkness of the theater, Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believe. And then, if I may put it this way, the curtain falls. As the curtain comes down, we hear a voice over from the author. The author says, many other things truly did Jesus, which are not written in this book, but these are written that ye might believe. Many, uh, let me correct my, he says, many other signs truly did Jesus. These are written that you may believe. And now you're getting up, the lights have come up a bit, you're shuffling down the aisle towards the door and it hits you. The author just said, Thomas is a sign. There are other signs Jesus did these signs, have been written, the whole story is about having faith. And the, f- the last thing of the story, the f- right at the end, we get this very important sign of faith. We could go back through some of the Big signs of John's gospel with the kind of question what, what's the relation of a sign and faith? It's not a simple relation, but we can think about it. He was at a wedding and they ran out of wine, and he turned water into very good wine. It's a sign. Does it help? He took five loaves and fed five thousand and refused to be the king they wanted. Does it help? He gave sight to a man born blind and led him through conflict and controversy to see more clearly the truth about himself. Did it start to help? He walked to the tomb of his friend Lazarus, right up to the tomb, walked with tears, and called forth his name, and Lazarus came back from death. Is it helping? You don't know about this word from the doctor, what it means, whether you will be strong and faithful or just fall apart. You're starting to wonder in a manner you've never wondered before, whether it's true his body rose from the grave. Did he really taste all the bitterness of death and come out bodily on the far side of death? And he comes to you in this sign of Thomas and you hear him say, reach hither thy hand and thrust it in my side and be not faithless, but believing. All the signs in St. John's Gospel testify that he comes to us where we are to give us what we need. Wine at the wedding feast, bread when hungry at the end of the day, sight to the man born blind, even life itself at the grave of Lazarus. To this list, let us now add faith. The gift to Thomas, a week after the resurrection. We need wine, bread, sight, life and also faith. He comes to us in doubt, anxiety, and moves us to love him with Thomas and say, my Lord and my God. The final sign of St. John's Gospel is the faith that Jesus gave Thomas. Great as are those words that Thomas says, my Lord and my God, greater is the fact that Jesus gives them to us. Here is the reality to which all the signs point. He comes to us. He came to the wedding feast and to the hungry crowd, to the blind man and to the grave of the dead man. And now, from his own grave, he comes to us, even If we should doubt, he comes to us. He comes to give us faith. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.